A reading from the book of Revelation. After this I looked, and there was a great multitude that no one could count, from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, robed in white, with palm branches in their hands. They cried out in a loud voice, saying, Salvation belongs to our God, who is seated on the throne and to the Lamb. And all the angels stood round the throne, and also the elders and the four living creatures, and they all fell on their faces before the throne and worshipped God, singing, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders addressed me, saying, Who are these robed in white and where have they come from? I said to him, Sir, you're the one that knows. Then he said to me, these are they who have come out of the great ordeal. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. For this reason, they are before the throne of God and worship him day and night within his temple. And the one who is seated on the throne will shelter them. They will hunger no more, thirst no more, the sun will not strike them, nor any scorching heat. For the Lamb at the center of the throne will be their shepherd, and he will guide them to springs of the water of life. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people.
A reading from the Gospel according to St. Matthew. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain, and after he sat down, his disciples came to him. Then he began to speak and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For in the same way, they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God.
I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the power of the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen.
Good evening. My name is Adrian Cook. I'm the priest associate here at the cathedral. I welcome you to Trinity and to Evensong as we celebrate all saints. Tonight I have a few announcements. The first is a thank you to our Trinity chamber singers for your musical leadership this evening. And also to the Reverend Keith Owen, faithful priest and colleague who will be offering a homily in just a few moments. My last two announcements are one, we have a adult formation hour that follows this service. And if you have never heard of the Enneagram or you have heard of it and are curious what it is, you can come join me and others in conference room AB where we will have a class today on the movement um, in the system of the Enneagram. So I invite you to join us there. And if not that, then please join us for some dinner. Tonight we have some deli sandwiches, veggies, hummus, and fruit, and that will be in the piazza on your way out. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be always acceptable in your sight. 
O Lord, our strong rock and our redeemer. Amen. Last Monday, I and my son Josh and my brother Steve were together in Jacksonville, North Carolina for a commemoration. Maybe a thousand people that day stood before a granite wall upon which are engraved the names of over 270 men. It was the 40th anniversary of the day that those men, then actually boys at the time, it was the day 40 years ago that they died in the bombing of the U.S. Marine headquarters in Beirut, Lebanon. October 23, 1983 was the most important day of my life. Everything I am, everything I've done in my life as a man, a husband, a father, and a priest has in some way flowed directly out of that dreadful morning. The crowd last Monday at the Beirut Memorial consisted of several hundred men in their 60s and 70s, Marines who had survived the bombing, who had returned home, and have lived lives forever shadowed by that dark day. Several hundred others, like us, were surviving family members. And the remaining members of the crowd, standing in dress uniforms at full attention, were several hundred young men, most under 20, the current members of the 8th Battalion, 2nd Marines, who in a morbid twist of history were at that moment awaiting orders to deploy to the Middle East. At the end of the ceremony, families were invited to come forward to the memorial. As I made my way forward to get the requisite camera shot, I noticed an old black man tracing my brother's name on the wall with his finger. And I was talking, he was talking quietly to a woman who I soon learned was his daughter. I watched for a moment, and then I touched him on the shoulder, and I said, did you know Bruce? And he looked at me in confusion. I said, sorry, I mean Jeffrey. We knew him as Bruce. Jeff Yoen, yeah, I knew Jeff. I said, I'm his older brother. And suddenly this man, Alvin, teared up and his story gushed out. He had loved my brother, ran with him, played soccer with him. They went to boot camp together. And my mother, I had no idea of this, had stayed in touch with him over the years. To this day, he regularly visits Bruce's grave in Virginia Beach and leaves coins on the gravestone. It's some kind of marine thing. This solved a mystery for us because we had wondered for years, who's leaving these coins? Alvin introduced me to another 60-something-year-old man, Santo, whose story will haunt me for the rest of my life.
Santo and Bruce were fellow squad members in an outpost on the edge of the Beirut airport. And two days before the bombing, Santo was complaining that he had been assigned kitchen duty at the headquarters, <clears throat> at the headquarters building. Bruce piped up and volunteered to go in his stead. Bruce loved kitchen duty because it meant hot showers, hot food, and a cot. Leaving the outpost, Bruce mistakenly took Santo's sleeping bag with him. When they found Santo's sleeping bag with a body in it in the rubble, Santo was initially listed as a fatality. He has lived all these 40 years since with a nagging guilt that it should have been him and not Bruce. All the dignitaries at the ceremony, the Secretary of the Navy, the current Commandant of the Marine Corps, the commander on the ground that day still hobbled by his wounds, all said the same thing. All the jackets and the hats and the signs carried by the veterans and families, all the wreaths and flowers on the memorial, they all said the same thing. We will never forget. And I as I stood there with my 64-year-old aching back and hurt, feet, and hurt and feet hurting like crazy, I was thinking to myself, oh, yes, we will. We will forget. In another 40 years, I and almost everyone at this ceremony will be gone. In 100 years, there will be no one on earth left who will know what the B in Jeffrey B. Owen etched on that wall stood for. I imagine that the wall itself will still be there, but there will be no one left to visit it. It will be an archaeological site. It will be a historic curiosity. We few gather here tonight for a similar commemoration. It's a commemoration, sadly, mostly known for the evening which precedes it. But All Saints' Day is our way, the Church's way of saying, you are not forgotten. To all that multitude of long-gone men and women whose lives of faith and work and sacrifice comprise the very soul or the very soil out of which your faith and my faith was planted and grew. Perhaps we should say of them, well, we may have forgotten you, but God has not. In God's memory, Every saint shines as brightly as the sun in an eternal present. The fate of virtually every saint, including this motley little collection here tonight, is to be forgotten in fairly short order by living memory, by living memory and history. 
Some tiny few of us may have our names inscribed in a book or on a building or maybe even a church wall somewhere. But even those, even those will eventually erode or be demolished to build something else. But in God's memory, in God's reality, in visions so beautifully for us tonight in the book of Revelation, the saints of God in numbers no one can comprehend, in God's reality, join in solemn, joyful worship known and seen and remembered and loved by God in complete fullness in an eternal present. All Saints Day reminds us that all of our names are engraved, not upon granite walls or stone, but upon the heart of the living God. All Saints Sunday reminds us that we are here in this room tonight, not by virtue of our own efforts and strivings, but because of all those holy, anonymous people who taught the teachers, who taught the teachers, who taught the teachers, who taught us, who sacrificed to build the churches in which we worship, who gave us the gifts of life and faith. You didn't make yourself. And it takes a whole lot more than a village. It takes a multitude. A multitude of faithful people whose prayers and sacrifices have distilled down into the singular saint that you are here and now in this brief moment. And as we recall to our own memories this great cloud of witnesses, we resolve again to do our part, not just to remember them, but to imitate them and thereby to pass along to the anonymous yet unborn saints of the future the precious gifts that we have been given. All Saints Day, they and you will never be forgotten. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen.
Let us pray. We give thanks to you, O Lord, our God, for all your servants and witnesses of time past, for Abraham, the father of believers, and Sarah, his wife, for Moses, the lawgiver, and Aaron, the priest, for Miriam and Joshua, Deborah and Gideon, and Samuel with Hannah, his mother, for Isaiah and all the prophets, for Mary, the mother of our Lord, for Peter and Paul and all the apostles, for Mary and Martha and Mary Magdalene, for Stephen, the first martyr, and all the martyrs and saints in every age and in every land. In your mercy, O Lord our God, give us, as you gave to them, the hope of salvation and the promise of eternal life. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, the firstborn of many from the dead. Amen. O God, whose days are without end and whose mercies cannot be numbered, make us, we pray, deeply aware of the shortness and uncertainty of human life, and let your Holy Spirit lead us in holiness and righteousness all our days, that when we shall have served you in our generation, we may be gathered to our ancestors, having the testimony of a good conscience in the communion of the Catholic Church in the confidence of a certain faith, in the comfort of a religious and holy hope, in favor with you, our God, and in perfect charity with the world. All this we ask through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Please pray with me, Collect Number 5 by John Donne. Bring us, O Lord God, at our last awakening, into the house and gate of heaven, to enter into that gate and dwell in that house where there shall be no darkness or dazzling, but one equal light, no noise or silence, but one equal music, no fears nor hopes, but one equal possession, no ends nor beginnings, but one equal eternity, in the habitations of thy glory and dominion, world without end. Amen. Let us bless the May God bless you and keep you. May the light of the Holy Spirit shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the face of Christ turn towards you and give you peace. Amen. Amen.